let's be honest, having your photo taken can feel really intimidating and a little like, I don't want to be in front of the camera. I know all the things running through your head. I'm not at a weight I like. I have nothing to wear. Family photos are so stressful. Mm -mm. Hannah Nest will fix all of this. Hannah is a fine art photographer, but the thing I love about Hannah Nest, and I know her personally, is she captures you and your element. It feels effortless. She is the nicest, most easygoing, wonderful human to be around, and she is who you want capturing your life's greatest moments. She produces gorgeous photography, and then really she creates lifelong relationships with her clients, and then she'll be able to photograph you through stages, and you'll have that connection with her. She's a partial sponsor of the pod today. Please support her. She's a Northern Michigan gal, but she serves statewide because she lives downstate right now. She has the chops to back it up. She's been doing this more than a decade. This isn't someone who just willy-nilly started taking photos. They're gorgeous. Go to her website, hannahnestphotography.com. That's Hannah with no H. Hannah Nest, as in bird's nest, hannahnestphotography.com. Welcome to Clinks the Podcast, stories from behind the scenes of owning a business, raising a family, and navigating the challenges that arise from both. Join my husband and I as we document being coworkers, lovers, friends, and elder millennials just trying to figure it all out. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back. Hey, everybody. Clinks the pod. Matchy clinks to you. What are you drinking tonight? Clinks to you. And hello, everybody. I'm drinking some high quality H2O. Same here. Same here. We um we got to turn in after this. We've had a long day. We also just don't drink a lot. I'm realizing. Like I envision this podcast is like, oh, we'll sit down and have some wine and cocktails. That never. It's 90% of its water. 99%. Yeah, because I can't sacrifice the sleep. I can't, I cannot have the bad sleep. And also it's like, if I'm not going to turn up, I don't know. But um, we had some wine last night. Yeah. It was great. Had a good time. We went out last night to a restaurant in Brutus, Michigan. Look it up on a map. Brutus. And it was awesome. It was delicious. Travado. If you're listening and you're in Northern Michigan, I know Matt is cringing because I'm giving them a crazy sponsor moment right now. Yeah, this is a missed opportunity here. But I we'll, don't know. The proof we'll plug is in the it pudding. for free. The proof is in the pudding. When I mentioned them on Instagram yesterday, they had like 120 followers. I don't even know what it's at right now, but I'm sure there's some people have moved over there. I just am passionate about Northern Michigan, and I I want to talk about businesses here that I want to stay open. And the food was good as hell. So go it to Travado. Oh, he's looking up how many. We, they yeah, I am. Well, I was one of those people. And I had been there before, like, you know, a handful of years ago before they had redone the whole restaurant stuff. And it was, you know, typical golf course food. I mean, it was it was fine. I think I had a burger. It was fine. Was it like a vibe where you go into a log cabin and get a hot dog at the turn? Or was it a real restaurant? No, it was, yeah, like they had burgers and salads and, you know, I mean, that kind of stuff. But it was not fine dining like it was last night. It was delicious. It was fun. I'm a little bebop out. Okay, are you getting your stats? Drum roll, uh, please. They had 120 followers when I started following. Maybe 124. They now have 357. So, good job. Next dinner's on Travato. No, I'm there kidding. I, it's because they comped those Brussels sprouts last they night. They comped the Brussels. generous. They were a little okay. short on set. Yeah. Anyway. I have a question before we get too into this because I cannot forget. Can we record this damn podcast one morning at like 5.30 a.m.? Oh, my God. I think that's the only way I'm going to be able to do it in the summer, if I'm being honest with you. I mm. felt I worked one. I worked Saturday. I worked a pop-up shop. I worked one event in person, chit-chatting, being bebopping back on my wreath best vibes, bebopping back on workshop vibes. I thought I was coming down with something. 
I said to you, I think I'm getting sick. And you were like, I think yeah. you're just tired because I was on for all those hours. So I'm not, I'm out of summer shape. I'm out of summer practice. So in the summer, I would love to record the pod at like 6 a.m. with our coffees and just have real clinks. I'm open to trying it. I just feel like it's unfair because you come alive. Like 20 minutes before we recorded this, you made a steak, a venison steak that you had shot and killed that animal. And you like your testosterone is just like pulsing right now. Like you you harvested <laughs> an animal, put it in our freezer, and then you took out a steak and you made a venison steak and had it with some steak sauce like sitting at the counter. Like, yeah. And I'm like crying about getting my act oh my together God. for the week. So like you are fully loaded. Just, you are. Yeah. We just are on different natural bio rhythms mm -hmm. circadian rhythms mm -hmm. i'm not a night owl like 2 a.m kind of guy but like i like going to bed at 11 30 or midnight and you like to go to bed at 9 30 it's just different we're different people i like going up at 9 30 we know going up and going to yeah. bed is two different things for me because the tickies get me yeah you need some deet i know get i'm getting sucked off. in i need that tiktok deet spray it all over my phone so it stays away from me. Who knows? There might not even be TikTok when this episode airs. <laughs> we have been doing a really good job of limiting our phone use oh, around my. the kids. Gosh, I think. yes. Also, do you notice any difference? Like, I don't. I really don't miss anything. Like when we no. put our phones away no, at five. You don't miss anything. No, and then we come down, and the kids are at seven forty-five, seven thirty. Not. I have missed nothing. I've missed like twenty text messages, and it's all the usual BS. But it's not. Yeah, it's nothing that's urgent. No. So anyway, I just wanted to update people. It's been going really well. And I feel like it really has helped with some evening quality time. Like with I agree. Kids. I think the kids get, um, they're getting really like excited for that time of day. Not that we were like deadbeat parents before, but they're like amped to finish their dinner and go like roughhouse around because we're both in here. And I don't know, it's both in, I say in here because my podcast recording studio is in the playroom and it is glamorous. Yeah. And I record this. I have to move. I have to push like a bulldozer all the baby changing stuff mm -hmm. to the end of this table. Making it work. It's coming alive. I don't know where we're going to record in the new house or rental three, but we'll figure it out. We always do. We always do. Hey, how was I have a question for you. Did you and number one go to Bob Evans on your Saturday outing? Yeah. So we went to Home Depot. So Home Depot does this thing. What is it? The first Saturday, first Saturday of, of every month. They've every done month. it forever. They've done it forever, but it stopped for a long time during COVID. It just okay. came back. That makes sense. So yeah, I don't even think, do you have to pre-register? I think they like you to pre-register so they know how many things, but I think you can nope. walk in. I forgot this time. So he was not, oh, you guys were not yeah. pre-registered and I like looked on the website at the Leah Love and Hour and it was like, or just walk in and join us. So. Yeah. So you go there. And there's like a lot of grandparents to bring kids as they're kind of like weekend activity, you know, a lot of moms with their kids or dads with their kids. And it's like maybe 15 or 20 different people were there. And basically you build this little kit. You assemble this kit. You're not like making cuts. There's no saws out. But like, you know, there's like little little tack nails that you get to hammer in. So he assembled this little birdhouse and then you get to paint it at the end. And he just he loves it. He loves that so much you know how my brain works how well do you know me like when i hear about your amazing feedback from this how do you know my brain on this intimate of a level where do i automatically go uh i'm not sure okay so like when you're all at home depot let's say yeah. there's 20 of you in this class well there's not uh, let me t backtrack there's not 20 kids plus their parents there's like a total like kids plus parents were probably about 20 okay 
How many people there then make an in-store purchase? Well, so interestingly, and it might just be our Home Depot, like they really try to push the, when you're waiting for your project to dry, set it over here and go do your shopping. Genius. Yeah. So for sure. I mean, if, if we had things to buy at Home Depot, we would have done that, but we strangely didn't have anything that we needed to get. So the way I think about it is like, what an incredible, I mean, think of how much A, press we're giving Home Depot right now. B, this really gives us the warm, warm and fuzzies about the depot. They give him a little apron, his orange little apron. Yeah, he he's got pins. a little kid apron. His name is written on it. And like when you're a billion dollar company, this is nothing nothing yeah. and the return on investment is genius and so wow, i'm like how can sweetwater how can sweetwater like it's like it was with our generation and mcdonald's play places mm-hmm. you know and all the mcdonald's used to have playgrounds in them mm-hmm. anyway it's a fun it's it's a it was i really enjoy it like they're not i i mean our kid's three so he's you know i gotta get the nails started but he does he likes helping so what I ages mean, do you think it's perfect for if someone's listening what, i would say who should like, go to this dude if you have kids from like three to seven, for sure, like three okay. to seven, maybe even a little older than that, Sweet. if they're into kind of building stuff. First Saturday of every month. And it's free. Takes you maybe four. I mean, it, it depends on how quick you are. If you're taking your time. We were there in and out in less than an hour. And we probably could have hustled through it a little faster, but. I'm obsessed. Now I'm like, can we have first blank of the month on during the off season? And it's uh, ages kids three to design. six. Yeah. That'd be a good idea. Yeah. Learn to arrange. I don't know. It's it, My head is there. My head is there. I think that bouquet bar really reminded me of how much people like flowers. Because <laughs> I came home. And what did I say to you? I was like, oh, I forget how much people like flowers because we never see people <laughs> enjoy flowers. We're just like little pack rats. We're just yeah. like hidden in the studio just like well, doing and part of the uh, Yeah. Part of the event floral design world is that your your work is obviously visible but it's not about you so like you're kind of stealthy you yeah come in you do the install you clean up you try to make it seem like nobody was ever there you know that drop-offs with personals you know you greet people and and you might see spark a joy that i mean you will but Mm -hmm. it's not the same as like person after person after person being no and i think it's like really great like the pop-up really helped me remember like oh my gosh people really just love flowers like i sometimes feel so jaded because we're so used to them yeah and people are like oh my god these flowers and um but also like on the flip side of that we want in event work this is why i don't like going to weddings that we did the flowers for because i feel so uncomfortable with everyone you've been with me we've been in multiple yeah. well because i mean you know it's what people talk about they're like oh the flowers look amazing and it's the same conversation with every person I know, and it's really nice, but I just want to be like, this is not about us. I don't know. Yeah. I, I really like the stealth behind the scenes feeling of being a wedding vendor and then, um, you know, but having those in-person events, those in-store things. So I don't know. My wheels are turning for the shop and how yeah. we can incorporate more of that and also more kid classes. Like how many times, I don't know, kids love them so much. So it's really fun for them. Especially in the off season. I think it's for sure. something good to do. But oh, you but asked I, about Bob Evans. Yes. How was Blob? What do you want to know? What do you want to? Well, number one, I think we need to give people a backstory. Our family weirdly loves Bob Evans, but we call it Blob or we call or, it Down on the Farm. Or Bevins. Or Bevins. We're like, oh my gosh. Like I crawl in your in your bed, <laughs> crawl in our bed sometimes when you're still sleeping in the morning on a weekend and the house is quiet. And I'm like, do you want to go to Blob today? Because if not, I'm going to get my breakfast going. And you're like, no, let's go. You know, let's go to Bevins. 
Well, I think a couple of things about this. I think, number one, it's relatively inexpensive compared to a lot of the other breakfast places in town. And I don't think it's the best breakfast in town, but they're open early, which not all breakfast places in this town are. Uh They don't close for a month or, Uh you know, six weeks while Uh it's the off season, like a lot of, like a few other places do. So, yeah, it's not locally owned. But but perhaps most important... We can take the kids. And that's it. Like That's it. That's I, it. There's some nicer places like, God, you know, you feel a little bit worse about kids dropping food on the floor. And my whole thinking. A glass of water. Yeah. My whole thinking is if you're up here on a romantic getaway with your person. Don't go to Bob Evans. You won't go to Bob <laughs> Evans. Yeah, don't. So like I don't want to be sitting next to you at one of the five great little locally owned brunch places in town. At like 11 a.m., you're ordering a mimosa, and then you know someone in my table is saying they might poop themselves, and not yeah, it's like or we're not might actually poop themselves. Yeah, like we are not we're not there. There's a lot of like my kids need that piggy pancake, and there are people who are at mimosa vibes, mm-hmm. and I can mimosa with the best of them, but not when I have all three of them. We're just heading down on the farm. Little Bobby Evans. Little Bobby Evans. <laughs> In their kids' menu. This is embarrassing that I know this. <laughs> Why do I know so much about Bob Evans branding? On their kids' menu, they have a little kid dressed up as a farmer. And <laughs> I mean, he looks like a little Colonel Sanders. I know we're cross, we're crossing brands here, but and our oldest always goes, "Who is that?" Like, who's Without that boy? skipping a beat, I was, like, "Oh, that's little Bobby <laughs> Evans Jr." <laughs> He's going to grow up and take Uh, over the farm one day. I don't know. It's like scrambled eggs are scrambled eggs, right? And If If they're eggs. Piggy pancakes. If they're eggs? What? Do you think they're an eggs? Oh, you can get scrambled eggs out of a carton, like a milk carton. I know, I know. Now I'm freaked out. I don't know. It's fine. We love a bunch of brunch places in town. You and I go out to a brunch meeting almost weekly. Yeah, we try And we week. go somewhere local when it's just the two of us for work and we have our little meeting. But if we've got the But I'm trio, also like, yeah, like I'm not going to pay $10 for a kid's breakfast I know, I know. where they're going to eat two bites of it. I know. So I'd rather pay four ninety nine for the little piggy pancakes. Little piggy hotcakes. They lose their minds because it looks like a pig when it comes out. Oh, Blob. What would we do without you? Probably what make would... more breakfast at home. I would say, though, we only go out to breakfast like once a week. We make a lot of breakfast at home, and we make really good breakfast, yeah. I think. That's true. I think, I think, I think. Okay. Um, one thing, we did pod polls this week, and I got to get to them. Well, we have to add. Okay. So I am convinced, convinced a king mattress will not fit into our master bedroom at our new house. Matt seems to think otherwise. Matt's like, oh, we can absolutely get one in there. Yeah. Fit in the room or move, make the corner into the room? Make the corner. Oh. Uh, we'll find out. <sighs> All right, pod poll. If you and your partner share a bed, what size is it? Matt and I have slept on a king now for, I don't know, since number Almost one was years. born, three and a half years. Oh, when yeah, did we, we did buy a king yeah, bed. Yeah, we had a king. We had to leave it at the farm. Yeah. Because it was in a bag. It was one of those roll-up ones, comes in a box, and we cut the bag open, and it's never getting out of that room in that old farmhouse. Oh, I think you can kind of uh, like burrito them, like with ratchet straps. Is that what people do to move them? I that would be what I would do. I don't okay, know. I've okay. never moved one. All right. If you and your partner well, share a bed, well, what size I'm, is that bed? I'm going to pause this. We have children that are out. Oh, Hold on. Oh, God. Well, folks, it's just me. The pod has become a one-woman show as Matt goes to lay down the law 
in a millennial gentle parenting way, which means he's going to say, stay in your beds for the 1,000th time. Well, I hear him creaking up the stairs. All right, we'll be back in a minute. We're going to take a break. Have a sip of water. Have a sip of wine. Not if you're at work, but, you know, whatever floats your boat. Maybe a sip of coffee. We'll see, we'll see you in a second. Let me tell you a little story about when I was trying to be physically fit during my third pregnancy, and I went and saw Jamie Kemp in Harbor Springs, Michigan. Jamie, who owns JMK Fitness, she specializes in women's health, and y'all doggies, she knows the pelvic floor. I don't even know what a pelvic floor was, and she helped me find it. She helped me train it, and I firmly, firmly believe that the reason I felt so good after a C-section was because Jamie helped me get there and learn how to train my pelvic floor. She is going to meet you exactly where you are to start. She's going to help you progress to where you want to be for health and longevity. Best part about Jamie, zero judgment, no judgment. She can train anyone, no matter your size, no matter your history with working out. And she has all these specialties for pre and postnatal training. You can feel safe going to her when you're pregnant. She also is a mom, so she gets it. She knows exactly what you're going through. So Jamie Kemp is the best. Harbor Springs, Michigan. Look up JMK Fitness. Had an escape. All right. He's back, folks. He's back. Let's get to those pod poles. First pod pole. I said, if you and your partner share a bed, what size is it? Because I'm, I'm fascinated. I really thought this one was going to be not as close as it was. 38% of people sleeping on a queen bed. 62% on a king. I thought kings would be far and away. Far no. and away. Matt, you and I could not sleep on a queen bed anymore. But we're big yeah, people. We, could. we absolutely could. We did until literally three years ago. I know. I just feel like I want more room now, not space away from you, but we got a lot of pillows in there, a lot of supports. We got a lot going on. Well, I think what it is is like once you once you make the switch, you don't really go back. I think well, there's, there's that. Well, now I'm thinking we're going to have to go back at the new house. It does make a room look bigger. For <laughs> sure. the queen bed. Our room is pretty small at the new house. We sacrificed some space in there on purpose, but we'll figure it out. We'll weasel it in. Good problems to have, huh? Yeah. All right. Pod poll number two. This one is, I'm shocked by this one too. Do you wear socks with tennis shoes? Nearly 2,000 people responded. If 2,000 people responded? Yeah, how much, what percentage do you think is yes, people wear socks with tennis shoes? If it's not 100, you're a lunatic. <laughs> it's 92%. Yes. I'm shocked it's that and low. And there are 8% of us, us, who don't wear socks with tennis shoes. It's gross. No, it, I've got 92% of the people on my side that would probably say it's gross to not wear mm -mm. socks. No socks, y'all. No socks in those tennies. You want your ankle to be out and so cute. They have no-show socks. I know, but and then they're wrapping down. If you have 14-inch long feet like me, you are, like, people are rude to you about socks. But I do love, I do love my comrade. I love compression socks. I love sleeping in compression socks. But, oh, my God, the thought of a pair of socks on my feet, like, as I go out and about, about my day. Huh. Oh my god! My so my f shoes would be so wet. Oh. My feet would just like slip around. Someone just around. veered their car off a road. <laughs> you 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 don't need to tell people everything. But yeah, Listen. I can't put my foot in your Crocs, and I just admitted you wear Crocs. I wear Crocs. I wear fleece lined Crocs in the winter that, time. That are camo. Camo. You yeah. have camo Crocs that are your house shoes. 
Yeah. Oh my God. Some people have slippers. I wear these. I don't go out in public in them. It's okay. It's okay. Number three, do you visit Northern Michigan regularly or live here? I just want to pull the audience. Yes. I just want to see where people were at. 67% of people either live here or visit regularly. That makes me excited. Wow. And if and a lot of people who were no's message me that they've always wanted to visit the area, but it, you don't know what you're missing. If you're listening to this and you've never been to Northern Michigan, especially in the summertime, you do not know what you're missing. It is so beautiful. And this one is crazy. This one is crazy. Pod poll number four. Do you have a TV in your bedroom? What do you think it came oh, down to? 2,000 oh people. I voted, but I think I was probably one of the first couple. Like I was I was voting as you were putting them up. Um, I bet like probably 60% have a TV in their bedroom. 51% do and 49% wow. don't. It is nearly deadlocked. Neck and neck. We don't. We don't never have, and I still maintain to this day, never will. I know, I feel like you really want a TV in our bedroom. But I also have enough discipline, like, not to turn it on. It might just be nice to have on, like, while we're getting ready in the morning or something. I don't know. At this phase of life, no. Never mind. I just don't like TVs in bedrooms. I've never had one, which I think is a big part of this, but it's just not my vibe. Not my vibe. But some people swear by them. Some people need them to fall asleep. Some people like having them on turning on your morning news in the morning. I get it. I get it. It's just not my vibe. Mm-hmm. Okay, next pod poll. This one is something I do. I am curious about. Do you sit down and create a monthly budget line by line? How many people mm. do you think, what percentage do you think said yes? Oh, mm, if they're honest, probably like 15%. 12%. Good job, mm. Matt. Yeah. I think I brought. I put that in there because I want us to get back to that. Yeah. We used to be, um, you know, when we were newly married and sat down and going over finances and realized that we had no money and had a lot of student loans and some other miscellaneous little ankle biters debt wise. We sat down and were super diligent every month. So we did that for like a year, year and a half till we were debt free. And then we kind of eased off on being so crazy about it. But yeah, I liked it. I think I thought it brought like a lot of peace of mind, made you feel like really in control of things. Like I feel like we don't spend that much money, but I don't know. We could always do better. Well, I feel like we don't spend any money. And then every month we have an Amex bill. And I'm just like, where, how do we spend this much money? Like, I don't know. I just, I feel like I would love to get back to line by line. This is what we have allocated for this, this, and this. Cause yeah, I liked the control, but it's also really different now because it's not out of necessity like it was then. So I wonder if we would be as disciplined about it. Well, I just think um, it's really easy to, it's really easy to like, oh, I'm going to make a hair appointment like out of the blue or I'm going to do this thing out of the blue. And like you do a handful of those things and like there's a thousand bucks. Quick disclaimer, I'm scheduled through December. So if we need to budget, (laughs) your girl knows when her hair is getting done. (laughs) My Uh. schedule is so blocked. I know everything for the next like month and a half, not in a spontaneous season of life. So I feel like I would be really good at getting back to budgeting because I could just look up and say what we've got coming down the pipeline. Yeah. How was it for pod polls this week? I love pod polls. I think it's interesting to see where people are. Hey, if you have a good pod poll submission, you can always DM me. Hmm. You can always, always Something DM people me. are curious about. Something people are curious about. But right, not like, we... don't ask what? like political stuff. No, God, okay, get out of town. What They can DM me. I mean, <laughs> more engagement. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to be like, all right, guys. Hey, this week's pod poll is who are you voting for? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got a really good one. Let's talk about fill in the blank. All right, let's talk about this Supreme Court decision. 
Okay, let's get in here. Not not my vibe. I can not not the type of podcast. We're not clinks. Not clinks. We gotta not we gotta clinks. name clinks. Not clinks. Something must stay sacred. <laughs> sure, someone's gonna DM me about my not using my platform to its fullest capability, and I'm going. That's happened to. before. Every day, pretty much every day. So just a reminder that I don't. Shame owe on any. you for not uh, voicing your platform. It's hard. More. It's like, well, there's a lot of noise. Trying to run a business here, too, people. Even that, I think it's pretty clear if you spend like, I don't know, 30 minutes actually reading and looking at our brand where we fall on many, many, many things. And also, I don't owe anybody anything. I don't. It's true. And I can't be the bearer. I can't carry everything, can't carry every cause. Okay. Uh, Before we wrap this up, I keep forgetting I had a run in with the law today. Yeah. You you told me about it, but you got to. I, so some backstory on this. <laughs> I can't wait to hear how you explain my backstory on this. Well, I was going to say, first, you weren't the run-in with the law. You were the informant. Snitch. The- <laughs> <laughs> Snitches get stitches. Oh, uh, you were the tattletale. And I was a snitch today. I was a tattletale. Yeah. And you know why? Were you a tattletale in school? Not really. I, I wasn't a tattletale like, um, Mrs. Lindner... Uh, Stephen, he was bad. I was like, Stephen, why are you acting crazy? Yeah. Stephen, that is not how things go here. Get in line, Stephen. That's funny. I will say, um, I feel like your interactions with the law are primarily because like people aren't being safe. Thank you. Yeah. If you see somebody having like an argument in public, you just go about your business. I want to just say that my neighbor smokes people, yeah. the devil's lettuce every night yeah. on his back porch, <laughs> and it's bothering me. No, I'm not that kind of frequent flyer. I heard somebody shooting guns on a Saturday <laughs> not afternoon that, in not the that country. Kind, I Go am check not that kind of frequent flyer. Here's why I call the police. When I or my family is in danger, that is what the police are for. I never feel bad about calling the police, number one, because their job is to make us feel safe. And number two, we live in an area where I know that my call is not taking them from true crime, like real crime, right? We're very privileged to live in a very safe area. Yeah. This is not a political podcast, but (laughs) go on. Okay. So I'm driving home today from my spray tan at Breeze. I'm just vibing out. I'm listening to some Luke Combs. I'm sobbing because I can like, I cry to every country song. I just like love country (laughs) music so much. (laughs) I'm also wearing a muumu with loose tatas, no bra, because I got to dry. So there was a brief moment, I'll get there in a minute, where I thought I was going to be involved and I thought I was going to have to talk to the cop. And I was like, am I going to tell him I just got a spray tan or am I going to look like a crazy lady driving with like flapping pancakes down by her knees in like a triple XL <laughs> Soma soft tee? I was like, I don't know. I don't know if I give disclaimers, but I might for this cop. So, so I'm driving home from spray tan. I'm on US 31 headed north. I'm driving from Charlotte to Potosky. You might want to go-, go easy on the identifying information. Okay, thanks, Dad. I know exactly what I'm... And then I pulled over a silver Toyota no. Corolla license plate. AA. No. no. It wasn't a silver Corolla. He's giving so many disclaimers. Listen, we have children in this house. I don't know what kind of whack jobs are out there. Okay. I will not give any identify. So I'm driving today on the highway. It's 55 mile an hour. I come up on a car going 43. I'm like, okay. Then that car is going like 65. Okay, so number one, red flag, we can't maintain speed. All right, number two, he is crossing the center line and then jerking the wheel back to the rumble strips on the other side. Rumble to rumble. Red flag number two. And I, you know this, you've driven with me hundreds of thousands of miles. You know I have a three-strike rule. Yeah, and you, count them out, you call them I out count too. Them, I call them out loud. I'm like, all right, like, one oh. more strike, we're calling. 
Yep. Strike number three is there was a child in the backseat who was not properly restrained, which is a quick way to send me. How could you tell? Because the child was moving way too much in the backseat for them to have a seatbelt on. Like not staying in one seat. Just not staying in one seat. Which it wasn't like a baby not in a car seat situation. It was just like looked like a five or six year old boy who probably should maybe still be in a booster. I don't know, but like moving around the backseat. So I was like, all right, three strikes, you're out. Boop, boop, boop. 911. 911, where's your emergency? Hi, I'm just blah, blah, blah. I'm really good at calling 911. We know this about me because when I was in the newsroom, we had a police scanner on all day, eight hour shift. You would listen to a scanner for eight hours. So I know the exact information they need and how they present it. You should have called me right after you hung up with them and I could have booted up the scanner app and I thought of it. I thought of it, but then I was like, he's not, he's going to be like, just, just tell me when you get home. Cause it was a little crazy here. (laughs) I'm like, be bopping around getting a spray tan. There's like anarchy. And all house. three kids climbing on me. <laughs> no one Hope was you enjoy your spray today. tan. <laughs> Why did it so, take you two hours to get a spray tan? I had anyway, some stops and Bree and I were chatting. So we um <laughs> I just thought of the funniest bit where like, you know how I text you what hole are you on? You text me oh back like God. what limb are you on? <laughs> what yeah. Which extremity are you on? Which pass are you on? <laughs> what percent are you what percent done are you? Are you drying? It's like me, have you made the turn? Are you drying? Are you drip drying? You know, Brie and I am just naked in her basement, just wrapping it down. We're talking about wood floors. Okay, so I'm driving. I did 911. What's your emergency? Hi, I'm coming north. You got to know your direction and you got to have identifying roads. You can't be like, I'm passing like a green field and there was like a gas station a little bit ago. Like, no, if you want your guy to be intercepted, which is always my goal, I'm like, boom, I'm just north of Murray Road. Boom, I'm coming into blank. I'm now passing. Y'all know me. I know the county line. I'll take you out to the county line. I said, we're just passing the county line. I have a license plate for you. Of course. I rattle off the license plate. I can give all the information. And when you have, when they're going to put out a BOL for you, not for you, hopefully, but a, be on the lookout, you got to really sell this. You can't be like, someone's driving crazy. Like they might be texting. No, you got to have mom to mom moment where I said, they're going to kill someone. They're going to kill someone. And I don't want to witness this. And it's really scary. And I just want someone to check on them. Because, and Matt, back me up here. How many times have I said, I don't think they're drunk. I think they're having a medical emergency, which is really Yeah, scary. sometimes. But I also, I, nowadays, I assume, if somebody's hitting center lines, I assume instantly in the afternoon that they're texting. Oh, for sure. For sure. And I've had a number of altercations with people at stoplights where I'm like, I like make the phone sign like up there and I'm like, put your phone down. You know, I love holding up my cell phone and then I'm crazy. Here's why I'm so passionate about this. If you're listening to this, like, wow, Kayla, I do not want, I, my kids are in the car with me all the time. Not today, but. There was just a horrible, deadly accident the other day here in town. Awful fatality. In the morning. So don't know a lot of details. I have suspicions, but regardless, it was like driving is like the most dangerous thing most of us do. Well, same thing. You're operating a weapon. It's really scary and people need to take it really seriously. And no, everyone who knows me deep at my core knows this is like a whole thing with me. Like my friends know that if there's an accident I hear about, if I get the text alert that there's an accident in our county, I have everyone I know tap in. I send to the Spice Girls group thread. I'm like, ladies, tap in, bad accident, it, blah, blah, blah. And then everyone's like, I'm okay, I'm okay. It's just like how I am. So Sporty and baby. Sporty, and baby, posh, you know. So everyone's tapping in. So, okay, so the woman's like, all right, well, you know the drill and- we don't want you to put yourself in an unsafe situation. If they turn off from the route, please call us, but don't change your route for them and keep a safe distance away. I'm like, all right. She's like, I put out the be on the lookout for the officers on the road. 
So I'm like driving and I'm like, you know what? Sunday afternoon, we're going to get this guy. We're going to get this guy. I know there's a patrol car close. We're driving over a county line. We're just coming into a county. We're on the highway. So I knew there got to be someone close. So I'm bebopping and I see the cop. I see the cop coming opposite direction. So I toot, driving. Toot. driving, I'm driving. I'm he, behind no. the car. But is the cop parked off to the side? Or no, no, no. He's coming at me. He's in oncoming direction. traffic. Okay. Opposite side of the highway. He's headed south on the highway. And he sees the car. He sees the color of the car, right? But he's got to wait to know, like, is this my guy? So I take my brights. Pop, pop. I flash my brights at the cop, saying, like, hello, I am the silver <laughs> minivan. Broski, I left room for you. He has, like, a three-point turn roundabout, like a, a UE. But I got two minivans on my ass. I got two minivans. And the second the cop turns around behind the minivans, right, everyone thinks they're being pulled over. There's nothing worse. You know. Well, you probably well, don't know they, they don't get pulled over. But Yeah, they were pretty unsuspecting probably. So they're like, oh, my gosh, what? So then all of a sudden the cop is two behind me and those broskies back there are going 55 on cruise control at 10 and 2. You know how yeah. you, you're at attention they're when a cop is following. going 54 and a half miles an hour. Yes. And scary driver in front of me, all of a sudden, he's locking it down. He's at 53, sure. 10 and 2, and everyone in the back seat getting out of tension really quick. So I'm like, Kids oh are getting God. buckled up. Mm-hmm. They're throwing. <laughs> I shouldn't even make this joke. It's, <laughs> it's a bad joke. Insensitive. I was going to say, they're throwing things out the window. They're <laughs> All right. They aren't. So we're going, and. This is the really exciting part about an intercept because I don't know much about police work, but I do know that they have to see you break the law to pull you over, right? I I am under that assumption. So the cop is like sort of riding towards the center lane, the turn lane. We're coming into town now and I'm getting over on the shoulder so he has a better view of our of our suspect here. These broskies, these dutaroos in the minivans, we got, you know, Karen and then we got Dave coming home from a soccer tournament. They're driving middle of the lane so slow they're not letting the cops see anything i'm like oh they all think they're getting pulled over so then my car that i called on touches the rumble strips on the right side on the shoulder and that petoskey police officer those flashers went on so fast i'm like everyone over everyone to the side i'm by myself i'm by myself in the car i'm like get to the Wet side from a spray tan <laughs> Smell like so, coconuts. Literally. <laughs> I love the smell. So I'm like, get it to the side. We all pull off the shoulder. The cop like zooms around me. I was very grateful. And this is good police work, I think. Again, I don't know much. But like the cop clearly waited till we were in a pretty safe area to do this. Like it's really wide. No one was turning on the road. There wasn't any craziness. So we pulled him over. He pulled him over. But and you don't I know can, what else came about it. No, actually, I, I pulled off and I opened that that Honda Odyssey door and I was like, I'll take this one, officer, in my moo moo. <laughs> I was like, excuse me, sir, do you know why I pulled you over today? License and registration, please, put the car in park, turn it off. Do you know why I pulled you over? And they're like, you're not a cop. And I'm like, no, but I am wet from a spray tan and I smell like coconuts and you were rumble stripping. So I call the cops a lot, but you very rarely see an intercept. Yeah. It really, I mean, there's always someone who, when I talk about calling the police so often on people who are driving recklessly, someone always DMs me and they're like, you never know. Someone may be having an emergency or someone may not have the money to pay for a ticket. To which I say, if they're having an emergency, the police will help you. Like if you need to get to the mm -hmm. hospital, someone's having a baby, you're going to be helped. And if you can't pay a ticket, all the more reason to be driving, like literally following every single law of the road. Like, yeah. So, like textbook driver textbook so this is also a platform i'm running on because now this is a political podcast that i think everyone should have to retake their road test <laughs> oh my god you and i feel so about passionately this. about this oh this is gonna you... open a whole can we're gonna 
Yeah. This, is a, this is a different podcast episode because <laughs> this, this could go on for a while. Okay. I'm going to keep it short. Well, it's, you know, I have my private pilot's license. Like you have to do a biannual flight review to maintain it. And there is no such thing for your driver's test. If you got a driver's license at the age of 16 and you're 93 years old, you have never once again been tested on the skill. Never. I don't new even cars, know if back, I mean, laws. that would have been like, you would have gotten it back in the 40s. Literally. 40s or 50s. Like, did they have driver's tests or did you just like- I don't walk, know. I don't, I don't know. I How firmly believe that every <clears throat> 10 years until you are 65, you should have to retake your road test. It should just yeah, be part I mean, of the world. And then every five years after the age of 65, I think the data would show that it would reduce the number of fatal accidents in our country. I, I don't disagree at all. And I, I also, it's not even just the more senior members of our society. I'm convinced there's a lot of people out there that just don't know like the right of way rules at a four way stop. There are so many people like, who still who don't know anything, who aren't confident at parking, who don't know. And I'm like, doggies. You need if you're going to be on the road, learn to operate on the road. There's a lot of people out there who are who don't know how to keep up with the flow of traffic. They're too nervous, and you shouldn't. Are be there, out there any driving. states that do this? This, this chic state. We're going <laughs> to secede. We're going to no. I no. I just feel like no. There's no state. It would be huge news. I do, I don't think there's any state that retests drivers. You think? I don't know. I got to think somewhere in the world they do. Well, I just I do I I do think it's like a safety thing. And I would hope that one day when I get to the point where I'm no longer safely operating, because what it does, I, I feel like it puts a burden on families to tell, hey, mom or dad, you shouldn't be driving anymore. You know what I mean? Like instead of instead of a third party. OK, a quick Google search. Although the requirement was first enacted in 1990, legislature has postponed its implementation repeatedly for budgetary reasons. Only two states, Illinois and New Hampshire, require older drivers to retake a road test while renewing their license. Now, this is just a rough Google search. I don't know how up to date this is, but it may be. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I mean, okay. you and I are fortunate enough to spend a decent amount of time in South Florida. And how many Come times? On. I mean, more than once we've been walking through a parking lot and have been flagged down by like an older lady who is asking for assistance, like a spotter to back up in a part in a parking lot. Remember the time and we I'm saw like, the guy drive over the median of that little boulevard outside of Publix and like mess up his car like really bad and just drive away? I'm telling you, South Florida, that's mm, okay. New t new subject. We got to wrap this up. What's your rosebud and thorn? Rosebud and thorn. Um, my rose is that the shop's coming along, man. We're we're doing it. Um, team's been working hard. We're we're waiting on a couple things on the kind of construction property, you know, landlord side of things, and then we're gonna be kind of like full speed ahead on our end. Um, the pop up shop went really great. I'm sure it's probably one of your roses. Um. Yeah, all in all, just things are cruising. Uh, the weather's kind of starting to be a little sunnier. Maybe spring's coming. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. Um, thorn? I don't know. I don't really feel like I have a lot of thorns at the moment. You know, probably, I know. I ate a dog treat recently, <laughs> mistaking it for a piece of beef jerky because literally the, I, I text you a photo of the bag. I'll I went over to a friend's house. Media. You shared it on social media? No, I will. So oh. people know because I think you need to give a disclaimer. Like you weren't like had 20 beers and like eating dog no. treats. Like it was an honest mistake. I had half a beer and I was like, they were sitting on the counter next to the chips, next to the like salsa. Like there were snacks set out. 
the bag says beef jerky. That's it. And it's from, it's a uh, Newman's own. Like, you know, it's like, uh, they have human food, right? I mean, pasta sauce. I don't know what else human Newman's own makes, but it was a, like a Ziploc style bag. <laughs> now, in hindsight, there were an image in the bottom corners of a, of dogs, but I didn't really like at no point did it say like dog treats or dog jerky. It said Newman's own beef jerky. There's like a picture of the sky. And then in the very little bottom corner, there's dogs. What was the finish like? The taste, you mean? Yeah. It wasn't great. I just thought that, but I, you know, I don't eat a lot of pre-made beef jerky. You know, most of the jerky that I eat are made by myself or somebody else, you know? Like, yeah. I don't buy a lot of store-bought yeah. jerky. So I was, and they were like, they, I guess in hindsight, I should have known. They were like bite-sized pieces. Oh, my God. Like, oh, my geez. God. They were like tree <laughs> size. So <laughs> I ate one, and it tasted like beef jerky beef jerky i mean i but it wasn't good i didn't i didn't go back for more it was it was like an hour later that i realized what had happened oh that's so anyway i felt a little sheepish about that yeah dog treat um yeah the uh god i you must be so proud of what to be married oh every day babe every day dog treats or no dog treats i'm that's my man that is my my man bud is man i gotta think uh Hard to believe, but golf season will be here soon. Very good one. Very good yeah, one. I gotta so. think. We gotta think spring here. We're gonna be making the turn here shortly. I'm sure. Okay. Um, my rose. My rose is that I'm really happy with um the work that we're putting in on the background for this Mother's Day launch, and which by the time you listen to this, it may be live, but I don't know. It's just there's a lot of irons in the fire in the background, and they're going really well. So when I'm really overwhelmed by it all, my rose is that it's still happening, and, and the team is awesome. Yeah, I mean, we're everything's moving for sure, for sure. My thorn is without question. I have no idea why you and I were so chippy with each other today. I have a theory, but what's your theory? I'll take that one off air. <laughs> I don't know. We were really chippy with each other, and I don't like when we're like that. And I think it was more me than you. You were like, "What's going on?" And I was like, "I don't know." Do you want to tell me what's going? On? <laughs> not a fun day to be married to me. And that was my thorn because usually we're so funny, but I don't know. We were a little weird to each other today, which has evaporated during this pod. So maybe the pod is the, the oh, answer. It, 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 it turned the corner later this evening, for sure. No, I feel like once we got our feet under us a little bit, and then my bud is. Oh, I have another thorn. Enlighten us. Um, one of my other thorns is that we have to be out of this rental on Mother's Day. And, and yeah. it, it, this, this is really hard for me. This is really hard for me because I love Mother's Day so much. It's one of my favorite days of the year. And it's our first big holiday in the shop. And the days before that, we're going to be crazy at work. And all the meanwhile, we have to move out of this rental into our next rental. And it just seems so overwhelming and sad to me because I want to like go to brunch on Mother's Day and sleep in and just like feel special. And instead, we're going to be like throwing things into tubs and yelling at each other. And it's just it's, I'm not looking forward to it, which is sound like the kids. We like what the kids say that so-and-so yelled. There is no yelling. There's no yelling. No, there's no yelling. I should say have tone or be chippy with each other because moving mm-hmm. is stressful. So. Well, I think I know, I know you're very bummed about the Mother's Day thing, and I know it's very important to you, and I know that you had it in your mind that like we would be celebrating Mother's Day in the new house. Like mm-hmm. you, you kind of put that out there, and I feel like you do. You're now realizing like that's not quite going to happen. Mm-hmm. So I think we should just celebrate Mother's Day like later. I don't know. 
We'll do whatever you want to do. Next topic. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not even the house thing anymore. It's that it's the day we, it's that that day is now like sort of spoiled, you know, like the day. Like I well, could get behind it. Like if we were like, oh, we're we, in this rental we until own June a, 1st. We own, a, we own a flower shop. So that day is probably going to be. Uh, no, we're not open on Mother's Day. The couple days before it'll be crazy, but whatever. We're getting in the weeds. I'm email about Mother's Day. I will get over it. I'm just sharing how I feel. This is how my feelings are. I don't want to move on Mother's Day this year. That's where I'm coming. Uh, what was next? Oh, my bud. My bud is, you know, what April means. April showers bring Kaylin's birthday. Once again, I sound like <laughs> an egotistical maniac. That Mother's Day and my birthday are two of my favorite days. You know, I just, I love this time of year up here when things are just like getting going and you feel the energy picking up and town gets a little bit busier. And um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for a really good spring. I'm also excited for like real spring weather, grass to green up, all the all the things, you to golf. I can't wait. I can't wait. And that's that. Another one in the books. Oh my God. This is just a reminder if you're interested in sponsoring the podcast, you can email Matt at sweetwaternorth.com. We are really booked with sponsors right now. We're booking into the summer, but our sponsors have had incredible feedback. And hey, before you turn this off, I know you're ready to go. We have an ad coming here at the end and you know how appreciative I am when you listen to them and support our sponsors. But also if you have time, can you rate us, review us, share our pod with someone else? It means the world. We're just two people out here in love calling the cops. Snitches get stitches. We're spray tanned. We're snitching. We're chippy with one another. We're eating dog treats. We're falling apart. We're falling apart, Matt Cheek. But we've got each other. And it is now 9.44 p.m. And I will be in a REM cycle after my CBD hits in the next 30 minutes. Love and light. Bye. See ya. It's time for an ad, but you know my goal in life is that you don't skip through ads in this podcast. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Hey, before we go real quick, we still have room on some Italy trips for next year. And I know this sounds so over the top and like, who are you to think you can leave behind your life and go to Italy for a week with a weirdo girl you follow on the internet and you know her podcast? You, you can think that. You absolutely can. Find the childcare, line it up, take the time off of work. When else are you going to have this opportunity? We have handled every logistic for you. You just got to fly yourself to Italy. Check out duenderetreats.com. You can also look at the link. It's in my bio on the Sweetwater Floral IG or just DM me on Instagram. I will answer any questions and I cannot wait to see you in Italy. Ciao, ciao.